Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Brett Hall and I've called this podcast TOCCAST, the T-O-K bit at the front being an acronym for Theory of Knowledge, TOC, which is a branch of philosophy commonly called epistemology and that's something I'm interested in. If you know how knowledge is created, it's easier to spot errors in thinking or reasoning in just about any other subject because those other subjects, whether they're scientific or religious or philosophical, mathematical, political, ethical and so on, they claim to be producing knowledge And although there are important differences in the means by which they produce knowledge, it's the fundamental similarities, the fundamental way knowledge is created, generally speaking, regardless of the subject area, that makes epistemology so interesting and so deep. So that's why this is TOCCAST. Also, TOC, or if you pronounce it DOC, so harden the consonant sounds to get DOC in Korean, it means something like clever or quick or fast thinking, at least the full word TOCTOCHARA does. And I don't mean I'm clever, (laughs) I mean some of the ideas I'll be discussing are very clever. Actually, tok on its own is onomatopoeic for drip in Korean, uh, which makes sense when you think about it, dok, dok, dok. So maybe I shouldn't really concentrate on the Korean meaning of the podcast because then apparently it doesn't mean clever podcast after all, it means drip cast. Anyways, I once, around 10 years ago, had a podcast of the same name, TOCCAST, that was explicitly about epistemology. Now that's gone and my views have changed in many ways on the topic. So this new podcast will in part be about those new views that I've got about epistemology. But as you can see from the first few episodes, I'm going to devote very many of these to the work of physicist and philosopher David Deutsch. In particular, David's work, The Beginning of Infinity, which is his second book, Now, as of today, the day that I'm recording this, I've completed 10 videos already online, they're on YouTube, about the beginning of infinity. And so this podcast is going to be the audio-only version of those. As I'm only up to chapter 6, and there are 18 chapters, this could mean something like 30 episodes in full for the beginning of infinity, or BOI, as some of us abbreviate it too. When that's done, my plan is to turn to FOR, 4, which is... David's first book, The Fabric of Reality. This podcast series really is intended as a reading companion for the books of David Deutsch. Now, it's not because such a reading companion is needed, the books stand alone by themselves perfectly well, but philosophy is as much about the discussion as about the reading. Both are needed, and although this is going to be a one-way thing with me talking to you, it helps to have things put in other words sometimes. The philosopher, neuroscientist and podcaster Sam Harris said during an introduction to his first interview with David that he, Sam, during that interview had to struggle and go back to unpack the import of some very simple sounding statements, which, Sam says, many people struggle to pass the way David intends. And I think that's quite right. And really, that's the motivation for my series of videos and this podcast series. David has made some amazing discoveries across both science and philosophy. His work touches on morality, politics, economics, mathematics, physics, biology, computation, epistemology. It really is amazingly broad as well as fundamentally deep. The topics David's work has solved problems in and made progress in are that broad. Of course, the casual observer notices that David is probably most famous for his discovery of quantum computation. So as Alan Turing was to the classical computer, David Deutsch is to the quantum computer. But actually, groundbreaking as that work was in actually creating an entirely new area of physics and engineering, namely the entire field of quantum computation and our multi-billion dollar research industry, 
with almost every developed country in the world racing to build a full-scale quantum computer, even though David is the key person most fundamentally responsible for giving birth to that field, impressive as that is, that is not the reason many of us are so drawn to his work. His discoveries in philosophy broadly are just as significant in that field as quantum computation is in the field of physics. But the language used to express these new ideas David has discovered is typically expressed in existing vocabulary. And so this means that when you hear or read some word David uses, you may not realise its import, as Sam says. But some of us, like me, think that import is of such import that we can't just let people not notice it. Terrible use of double negatives there, Brett. So I hope you'll enjoy noticing this import with me. I'm not generally much interested in introductions. Uh, as you'll see in my other podcasts, there's no lengthy chat at the beginning. I usually just leap straight into the book. I'm also calling these podcasts TopCasts so that you know this is me talking and these are my interpretations of, for now, the beginning of infinity. I am myself, of course, not above making serious blunders in trying to understand David's work or anything in the beginning of infinity, so I don't want anyone to think this is anything like an official BOI podcast. Mistakes really are all mine, and the TopCast name will give me the option at some point in the future, perhaps to do the odd episode not devoted entirely to either BOI or FOR. I'd really like to grapple soon with constructor theory, which is another one of David's profound discoveries recently, the most fundamental of all theories, so far as we think. It's more fundamental than quantum computation. You can find out more at www.constructortheory.org to learn about that. And also, I'd like to do some discussions about some other books, perhaps. The book Superintelligence by Nick Bostrom is high on my list for that. Now, just before I finish this introduction, I should make a few remarks about why David's work is so special. Why are these books deserving of so many hours of audio, where there must be other equally deserving works? Well, like Sam Harris, I read The Fabric of Reality, David's first book, when it was published in 1997, and it left a profound impression on me. At that time, I was enrolled in university studying physics, and I was always reading popular science books. My favourites at that time were usually by the physicist Paul Davies. He's written many excellent popular science books. He once won the Templeton Prize for his book, The Mind of God, which, despite its name, isn't primarily about God at all. It's a book about physics and philosophy and mathematics. It's a popular science book. It hints in that book at the mysterious nature of quantum theory and certain areas of mathematics. It also ties some of this to philosophy, especially to ancient philosophy. Physics students like to read popular science books like this because when you're doing an undergraduate degree in physics and you're learning for the first time about quantum theory, it is often conceptually very, very difficult to understand what's going on. So popular science books provide some additional explanation. The problem is that the additional explanations you get in popular science books are often even more confusing than what you get in lectures. Now, The Mind of God by Paul Davies is indeed an excellent book, but it's really part of a long line of popular science books that have been written before and since. It's an overview. It's an attempt to explain some mysterious scientific ideas in plain language. And in many places, especially the stuff on quantum theory, it emphasises the mystery and revels in it, to the point you are supposed to be confused. Every popular science account seems to take Feynman's words if you think you understand quantum mechanics, you don't understand quantum mechanics as some sort of doctrinal foundational claim. In other words, you're supposed to be confused about quantum theory. What sets David's work apart is that it explicitly does not do this. It rejects a lack of clarity on quantum theory and on every topic. It rejects the mystery and instead substitutes straightforward, common sense 
explanations. Books like The Mind of God or any of countless other popular science books provide an overview of interesting science. As I've said, that's indeed the purpose of popular science. But I'm not making podcasts about those books. So what makes The Fabric of Reality or The Beginning of Infinity special? Well, I'm not the only one just by the way. Anyone who thinks of themselves as a fan of popular science books knows that The Fabric of Reality really does stand apart. I don't just mean it's better. I mean it's apart. It's different. Yes, there is the popular science aspect to it. David does explain some technical science in clear, plain English, but there's something far more important going on. It's a worldview. It's a way of looking not just at some narrow area of science, but it's a way of looking at everything. And that is why it's deserving of so much more special attention. Indeed, The Fabric of Reality is the scientist's popular science book. The back of The Fabric of Reality has recommendations by people like Paul Davies, And indeed, this is the reason I picked it up in the first place, because it was recommended by Paul Davies. Professor Davies is quoted on the back of The Fabric of Reality as saying, and I'll quote here, quote, One of Britain's most original thinkers. In this major work, David Deutsch confronts the deepest questions of existence head on. I haven't been so inspired since I read Douglas Hofstadter's Gödel Escher Bach. So that's Paul Davies. Another comment on the back of the book is by the author Julian Brown. And what he wrote was, quote, reading this book might just change your life. The theory of everything, quantum mechanics, virtual reality, scientific method, evolution, the significance of life, quantum computation, the nature of mathematics, time travel, the end of our universe, all these and much else find their place. Crackles with originality. This is an awesome book. So that was Julian Brown. And I think that's correct. I mean, life-changing and awesome. So as good as any other popular science book was, I'd never quite use those words, except about BOI and FOR. Attempting to say why they are life-changing and awesome without reading them both is too hard a task. They help you to think, to learn to think in better, new ways, so that colours everything you think about, which is obviously a lot. And that's how the books change your life and why they deserve a podcast. Okay, enough about all that. I hope you enjoy learning more about the work of David Deutsch, beginning with the Beginning of Infinity series, as much as I've enjoyed making them. Bye-bye.